You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nothing says college football like a big cooler of mayonnaise being dumped on a grown man, and we're going to talk about that here in just a bit. Chelsea, have you seen... The Pop-Tarts Bowl trophy. Have you seen this? Incredible. They have done it. Do yourself a favor. Check this bad boy out because it's a pretty typical bowl trophy, except that there is a football at the top of said trophy. And in this football, two slots for a couple of Pop-Tarts. And it's sitting there on the display on the dais, and it's got two Pop-Tarts coming out of the top, and everybody was wondering, wait a second, can you actually cook these Pop-Tarts with this trophy? Is there a heater on the inside? There is not, but mm. I think that is one of the most creative things I have seen in a long time. So, wait, isn't NC State playing the Pop-Tarts Bowl? Am I crazy? We sure are. If it sounds ridiculous, NC State's probably playing in it. It's like, oh, let's think of the most, you know, mundane or laughable bowl game. And NC State's probably playing in it. And guess what? They're also playing in Orlando, which is the one place I said that I wouldn't go. But how have they not turned this into merch? Like, this should be a toaster. Yeah. Doesn't it feel like it should be able to work? So many people would buy this. Like, do you know how many football fans would, like, go crazy over this and say, oh, that's Mm -hmm. the toaster I want in my kitchen? Because it's actually pretty sleek, too. Like, it's not wild colors. It is simply a metallic finish, and you could plug it in. Like, why is this not a toaster? They could make a ton of money off of this. I agree. Go for it. Go all in on the Pop-Tarts ball. And then yesterday, I got to make sure I get this right. I read this about a bowl game as well. Texas State. Texas State was taking on, who are they taking on? Rice yesterday in the first responder bowl. And Texas State (laughs) actually drank so much beer that they ran out of beer by the third quarter in a stadium. Imagine that you drink. You know what? If I were Texas State and I were playing in a bowl game, when's the last time Texas State played in anything? That's in San Marcos, Texas, just down the road from Austin. I remember going to Texas State numerous times when I was a college kid to party because that's when it used to be Southwest Texas State University. But they never go anywhere, so they sold out all of the booze at this bowl game. Man, this this is one of the few things, like stories like this, are what make college football bowl season so much fun, and sometimes more so than the actual games. Also, didn't it used to be a thing where you couldn't drink alcohol at college football games, but you could at bowl games? Like, yeah. Do you remember this? And I haven't been yeah. to a college game in a while, so you have to correct me. Do they sell beer at college games? Have they, they changed do. that? 
I think okay. it depends on the particular school and mm-hmm. what rules they have in place. So some do, some don't, but at a certain bowl game, I would imagine bowl games, you got to sell some alcohol. People are paying all this money in a lot of spots to come to the game. They want to have some drinks. But, yeah, it just depends on the particular college. But, yeah, it does happen. Yeah, probably not BYU. Probably not Utah. Those are probably <laughs> right, not schools correct. that are, like, selling out right. the alcohol. Or Literally. maybe they are because those, you know, kids never get to drink it. Or they never get to drink, like, the real alcohol. Um, but I feel like we used to get more ads from beer companies. And now it's like, oh, you better not have ads from beer companies. Because didn't, like, the best commercials used to be from, like, beer uh, maybe it was in the NFL. Maybe I'm misremembering yeah. this, but yeah, I don't think that they do any business with the NCAA. No, I don't think so at all. It's <laughs> definitely like NFL, <laughs> like having a tough time getting ready for your exam. Pop open an ice cold Coors <laughs> Light. That definitely. But that's that what you do. No, I mean, <laughs> I agreed. Yeah, there's no way they would allow that. Absolutely. I think I don't remember this correct. Didn't the like, beer companies used to advertise exclusively to college students? Oh, I But only you if you're a senior. <laughs> only if you're a senior. Then it's time for a case of Bud Light. <laughs> be awesome. You know or what? the cheapest the... beer. That's oh, the problem. Well, sh- it's like, you know, whatever is the cheapest, that's what the college kids are drinking. Like, no college kids are drinking craft beer. And if you did, you would be the laughing stock of the party. I remember every time, like, an offensive lineman at a party would be drinking, like, a Mike's Hard Lemonade. And you're like, dude, what are you doing? The sorority parties are yeah. over that way. You cannot be over 300 pounds and drink a Mike Hard's Lemonade. Like, that is just unacceptable. Uh, but, yeah, I'm like, here's a Keystone Light. Here's a Natty Light. Drink your beer-flavored water and get on with it. I I saw a guy, met a guy again a couple weeks ago at a going away party for a friend of mine. And I'd only met him once at a bachelor party last year. And he comes in and he's wearing a bush light hat and he's with his wife. They're both very nice. And he was like, dude, what's going on? I was like, not much. How are you? Good to see you. He was like, oh man, that bachelor party. Oh, that was, that was one of the 10 best nights of my life. I was like, what, really? And his and? wife was like, oh, yeah. He said, like, one of the best <laughs> nights I've ever had. I was like, well, it was a really fun night. He goes, yeah, yeah. Anyway, and I go, I like your hat, and it said Bush Beer. And he went on a, a quick spiel about how Bush Beer is one of the best beers on the planet. And I don't think I've ever heard that he was being dead serious. So, you know what? There Ooh. are people out there who will die on a hill for Bush, Keystone, whatever it is, whatever cheap beer you like. That's that's the one for them. Okay, so important question. Was he mm-hmm. repping Bush Light or just Bush? Like Bush Heavy? That is a very good question. It was Bush Heavy. Oh my bush gosh. Beer. Yeah. I, <laughs> a lot of respect God. for that. A lot it's a of respect. Real man, for that. I guess. <laughs> because that was that was what, you know, the men in college tried to pride themselves on. They said, "We're not drinking yeah. no Bud Light. We're drinking Bud Heavy, the one with the red label. We're men." Yeah. I was like, "All mm-hmm. right, pipe down. You know, get back to me when you gain 25 pounds over the next month."
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I once I was at a concert, a country music concert, and there was a guy in front of me, and he was a kid. He was not of legal age. And he turned around and told me as much. And he goes, he goes, Hey man, hey man. I was like, What's up? He's like, he's like, oh. so I've been, I mean, I'm not I'm not 21 yet, but I've been drinking. I was like, oh, okay. He was like, oh. but I'm, I'm gonna get another beer. Well, I'm gonna get another beer. I was like, okay. He goes, Well, what should I get? Should I get should I get Bud Light or, 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 or Bud Heavy? And I looked at him and I go, I think you got to go with the king of beers, man. You got to go with the king. He goes, that's right. That's right. Bud heavy it is. And he turned around and he got his butt. So I was glad for that small moment I could inspire the youth of America. When you said the king of beers, that resonated with him. It's all he needed to make that decision. Yeah, once again, the moral compass of this network, Michael Jenkins. And then after that, he handed him a cigarette and said, welcome to America, son. I don't care how young you are. You will be drinking. You will be smoking because that's the American way. That's right. That's right. Married and divorced (laughs) at 24 on the track that you're headed towards, buddy. I guess we should talk about the military ball. Speaking of people who actually have morals, unlike me, it's in Annapolis, Maryland. Just up the road starts at 2 today. Virginia Tech taking on Tulane. Virginia Tech is, well, Virginia Tech is what? Ten and a half point favorites Ten and a half. in this game? Mm-hmm. They were minus 375 on the money line. Tulane is plus 300. Total set at 44 and a hook. So this is up for Virginia Tech minus 10. The total is down from 44 and a half. What's going to happen in this game, Chelsea? Huh. You think I know about any of these bowl games? I will say when it comes to bowl game bingo, this has a couple of squares. Number one, you've got a head coach missing from Tulane. Willie Fritz will not be coaching in this one. And then you Mm -hmm. have the home field advantage square for Virginia Tech. Let's dive into that for a second. How much do you think somewhat of a home field advantage matters in these bowl games? Because we talked about this in the South Florida game, which I think a lot of that had to do with Syracuse just being absolutely god-awful. But do you think proximity to where a college is from and the bowl game being close to where their fans can travel, do you think this has a tangible impact on some of these bowl games? I think so, sure. If you're looking for an edge at all as part of the handicap, certainly – If you have a Texas team playing in the Texas Bowl, for example, okay, we're going to see that later on today with Texas A&M and Oklahoma State. You would think that Texas A&M has a natural advantage because their fans will be able to travel. But then you also have to think about, are the fan base, is the fan base going to be motivated to travel to this game? That's another consideration as well because some fans will travel just because they're not accustomed to their team being in a bowl game, whereas a team like Texas A&M has had a hugely disappointing season. So will their fans go? I think it's an interesting question, and I think you're right. If the proximity is close enough and the team and fan base is motivated enough, then I say, okay, that's something you consider. But it's not as – I don't think it's as simple as proximity. I think there are other factors that go into it because it's a bowl game. 
Exactly. Like what I was saying about the South Florida and the Syracuse game. When you have the mm -hmm. comedy of errors that Syracuse had, like when you give the game to the other team on a silver platter, obviously they're going to win said game. Uh, but back to this one, Virginia Tech and Tulane. We've got another square on bowl game bingo as the starting quarterback for one side will not mm -hmm. be playing. Looking at Tulane, their, their uh, season, or excuse me, their school leader in passing yards, Michael Pratt, will not be playing in this game, which means we get a backup quarterback. So let me ask you, when a team is missing their starter, starting quarterback, mm -hmm. how much more willing are you to play the other side because clearly the quarterback is a huge position in football and especially somebody who is an entrenched veteran who has been taking mm -hmm. all the first team snaps for quite some time but there are some schools that have you know some guys waiting in the wings that may be good yeah do you think this is the juncture where you say okay this is an offense that i don't really want to trust i think so i think there's there's two prongs here number one is who is the backup? How much experience do they have? Are they a transfer quarterback? Mm -hmm. Have they gotten some snaps before? Are they a highly tatter recruit? Or is it someone who has taken, like that Syracuse quarterback is a perfect example, right? He threw one pass. It was for negative six yards. I thought that's not great. <laughs> but then also, right. what sort of offense is this team running? I like Tulane here. I know they lost Willie Fritz to Houston. But this is a team that loves to run the football. So even if you're talking about a quarterback who isn't a starter here, then you're talking about an offense. Yes, you want to be able to have a balanced offense, hopefully, so the defense can't key on the running game. But overall, this is a team that wants to run the ball. And also, Chelsea, is Virginia Tech 10 and a half points better than anyone? Tulane? I, yeah. I'm not quite so sure they are. And when you're talking about a bowl game, double-digit spreads are precarious. I think that is the bottom line for me. I think mm -hmm. after watching a lot of these bowl games, I don't really want to lay 10 and a half points with anybody. In fact, I think it makes me want to lean towards the underdogs even more because just from a strategy standpoint, if you think there's chaos abound when it comes to these bowl games, wouldn't you just take the points? Especially, you know, if you have a team that, yes, Virginia Tech just beat up on Virginia, but that was a Virginia team kind of hobbling to the finish when it came to mm -hmm. the season. And also, you look at Tulane. They have not ended the season on a great stretch, but I do think that loss to SMU, I think SMU is better than people are giving them credit for. Yes. So I'm gonna, I'm going to put an asterisk by that loss and say, okay, SMU is actually pretty solid. Maybe Tulane is not that bad. And then you are getting 10 and a half points, which is the bottom line. In a game with 44 total points, I don't want to lay 10 and a half points. So I would lean towards the side of Tulane even though it doesn't make me feel great that their head coach, who is not just a head coach, but somebody who's been a fixture at Tulane, and also their leader in passing yards is going to be gone for this one. So I don't feel good about it, but I would lean toward Tulane. How do you feel about the Duke's Mayo Bowl in Charlotte, UNC? Taking on West Virginia, the Mountaineers laying six and a half points. West Virginia is minus 250 on the money line. UNC is two to one. Total is 55 and a half. That is up a point from 54 and a half. I am actually going to lean to the under here and go against the money. And now this total has fluctuated. Came down from 56 and a half to 54 and a half. Now it's up a point. But Drake May is out for Carolina. And West Virginia wants to run the ball. They are number three in the country with 234 and a half 
rushing yards per game. So I think with May being out and that rushing attack for West Virginia, that takes some time off the clock. Carolina has lost three straight bowl games as well. I'm going to go under 54 and a half here. I think these are kind of correlated because I would lean towards West Virginia here. This line was three Mm -hmm. and a half. It has ballooned up to six and a half. And this is another bowl game buzzword. Motivation. Which team Mm -hmm. do you think wants to win this game more? A team like North Carolina where your starting quarterback opted out, Tez Walker's not playing, or a West Virginia team that probably wants to end the season with a win. I'll go West Virginia.